This morning I was walking down pit lane and I was uh, actually in the uh, Sam Schmidt pits and they uh, had one of the guys that was working on the tires and he had specific measurements on every single one of those wear holes, if you will, wear uh, depth indicators. And they were different, uh, so different measurements as far as the depth. Then there's also a durometer uh, number that he also put down for a tire hardness. Uh, and he says that after the session, they'll go ahead and heat it and scrape it uh, and then remeasure. Uh, my question to you is, from the heating and scraping, is that a heat cycle into the tire? Is that a flat spot in the tire? Does that matter? Is that recommended? Is that something that you all do? And, and tell us the story behind all of that. You can debate the effectiveness of that. It is such a small portion of the entire tread surface that if they were doing that for a quarter of the tire or something bigger, it might have a little bit of a variation. Um, typically, when you're scraping the tire, you're cleaning it off, and it, it, you have more grip with a more clean tire. The fact that it's a, such a small surface area, it, it doesn't have that much difference on the performance of the vehicle. And during practice, I don't think they ran the alternates. They didn't run the reds this morning, just the primary? Yeah, they only ran the primaries this morning. They get a set of reds to run any time today. So they can run the Firestone alternates in the morning or the afternoon. Typically, they're going to want to take the conditions that are closest to qualifying. Typically, they want to get their car set up and solid before they add a variable of a different tire compound in. So you'll see everyone running alternates this afternoon because they have to use them or they lose that set. So they'll run them this afternoon against a primary set to kind of get an idea of what they want to do in qualifying. Now, the advantage they have here is this is the same compounds, primary and alternate, as what we had at St. Pete. It's also the same as what we had for the majority of last season. So they have that data that's built up over time. So they have a general idea of what the tires are going to do. And talk about heat cycles too, because I know as you heat the tire, cool it, heat the tire and cool it, it can lose grip. Uh, what is your theory as far as heat cycles and the drop-off? Because they're coming in the pits, they're doing a spring or damper change, then they'll go back out again. Those are multiple heat cycles. Uh, when do you see tires really falling off from that? So there's a couple different things when you talk about heat cycles. There's going out, there's running on the tires for a long stint, and then there's going out, coming back in, and then going out again. There's a couple factors. You have the wear of the tire, you have the, the compound itself changes over time, and then you have the amount of heat in the tire. So one of the things that people see is maybe after several laps, the tires start to feel not quite the same as they were before. Sometimes if they come in, let them cool off and go out again, they have just a little bit of a drop of grip, but sometimes it's not very much. Um, street courses, again, it really varies by the track surface. So what we see here is very different than what we would see at a place like Detroit with all of the concrete. So you're in constant communication as a team, Firestone, with the uh, IndyCar teams. Uh, what is the role this weekend? Are you just taking tire temps for the teams, providing that information? Are you taking that feedback to maybe look at something different because they're not happy with the way something works? Yeah, the, one of the most important things, the why we have engineering staff at the racetrack, is to communicate with the teams and then observe the tires, see what the tire performance is doing, make sure everybody's running in the right window. So one of the things that we would do is talk to the drivers after they get out of the car, usually at the end of the first day and then sometime during, after qualifying to get the idea of primary versus alternate. But we talk to the drivers and that's helpful for us to know if we need to have make changes for next year. It's also helpful for us if we see somebody that's not happy with something 
we can see, all right, is this something with a vehicle or is it there's something that we can help them change with maybe their camber settings, maybe their pressures to get that performance back. So there's there's all kinds of things that we've learned from that. I and mean, we had a, a situation last year where one of the teams actually was running one of the wrong steering arms. And we were looking at the wear of the tire and it had not great wear on the inside of a left front tire. So we were able to talk to the engineer and say, all right, we're not sure your camber is right. Looking at your car setup, we don't think it's right. It was really a, actually a funny situation because the engineer said, no, no, it's, it's right. I'm looking at the sheet. It's right in front of me. I see I'm reading it right here. It says it's this. I don't know. I'm not really sure it is this. It would be great if you could check it. Um, he was a little bit hesitant to believe me. So when he and another one of my engineers went out and we just looked at the tire and he looked at the tire and he, he said, oh, yeah. So he went back and he did some... Uh, searching with all of the stuff that was on his car and found out, oh, they had the wrong steering arm on. So it can be really helpful for us to see the tire performance, to know what's going on. If, if we've had situations where teams have mixed up the left and the right front tires before, sometimes it takes somebody that's fairly familiar with the tires to look at that and say, yeah, something's wrong. So do you mark them when you mount and balance here, right, left, so on and so forth? Yeah, we mark them and then the teams will take and mark them. There's a little small L in the corner or an R in the corner of the front tires. Clearly you can't mix up the fronts and the rears, but we, we mark them. Both of the spec number is unique for the position it's in. We mark L and R and then the teams actually have a pretty big left and right that they write on the tires. Some teams have direction arrows, so for pit stops you grab the tire and it's really easy to see right away whether it's a left tire or right tire. Now you said that left construction and right construction is different and why is that? Because uh, these are radials. Yeah, well for a, a race like St. Pete and a race like our road courses and street courses the main thing is to help stabilize the car. So if you have, you can you can do some things with the construction to make it handle very well but if you put them on the wrong spot then your forces and moments don't equal out very well and you end up with a car that doesn't handle well. On an oval, a place like Indianapolis, if somebody were to mix up a left and a right, what you end up having is a tire that's meant for a lot of load on a position that's not meant for a lot of load and a tire that is softer going to be deflecting more on an outside position. Now are radials on street and road courses, or is it a bias ply on the ovals or are your radials there too? Well, I, I could tell you that, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> But there is definitely tire stagger when you get to the ovals. Yeah, ovals we have a larger right rear position than a left rear position. There's actually some front stagger too, but that's meant to help the car rotate into the turns. And then uh, do you find that there's still a little bit of difference in circumference for road course tires? And will teams actually try to use that as a stagger because there's primarily right hand or left hand turns or you can't do it because of the, the construction left to right? Well, you'll, you'll appreciate my, my comment that you sound like Mario. So he's, he's one of the few people that has said, well, we want to use le left right stagger. For a place maybe like Portland where you are primary turning right the whole time, um, or a, a track that you're you're really you're really setting the car up to turn one direction, Mid Ohio maybe. Um, other than that, you're hurting yourself when you turn the other direction. So for a road course, street course, you really wouldn't want to do that. Now, is it against the rules if they were to mix it up accidentally or on purpose to put a left and a right side? Yeah, that's against the rules. The rules say that you have to install the tires in the in the position the tires don't intended. Okay. Can you talk about specifics as far as tire pressures on these? Um, just that, just that it's lower than what we would see at a noble. 
All right. Uh, anything else you want to add? No, it's a, it's been great talking to you, and just the day out in Long Beach is just lovely. So we're excited to see some good racing here. Okay. One last question. So I saw your crew taking a bunch of used tires away. Uh, what happens to those tires once they've been used and abused out here on the streets of Long Beach? Well, that's a great question. There's we use them as fuel for alternative energy. It's great for us in two manners. One, it's an environmentally friendly way to dispose of a lot of race tires. The second is each tire has our confidential technology in it. We don't want somebody to get one of these tires, start looking into it and figuring out how we make our Firestone Racing tires so good. So it's a good way for us to make sure we get those back. We track everything by barcode. So we know everything that goes into the tires. We know the history, when it was on track, what it ran, what the pressures were. So we can follow everything through the process. Then when it gets to that point where it's being used as alternative fuel, it's scanned, we have the whole history on it. And then, uh do any of those tires actually get cut apart and reanalyzed to see, you know, a, a group or a set from from the race weekend just to double check? Yeah, absolutely. We do post-race analyses on many of our tires at ovals. It's virtually every tire. We have some ways that we can go through and see uh, the integrity of the structure there's a lot of great things that we can learn how well the tires were used you can tell maybe if a, a car isn't really getting all that they can out of a tire versus somebody that's getting everything they can all right very good thank you very much